Hello everyone, Karen Heimdall here, creator of Y2K with a content warning. This episode takes place in New York and it starts on September 11, 2001. It does not directly depict the events at the World Trade Center on that day, but it does retell the story of someone who is nearby and deals with their emotions and reactions. This story also deals with racism. I remember this day very well, and my heart still breaks for all who lost their lives or their loved ones on 9-11. I hope this episode will honor them in some small way, but if this story is not for you right now, please skip it, and I hope you will come back next month. We have a resource page on the website where we have tried to list as many hotlines and info pages and support things we could find. So if you feel you need any resources like that, go to y2kpod.com slash resources and hopefully you will find it there. Please take care of yourself and if you need to, please reach out and ask for help. Okay, places, please. We'll try again, everyone. Right. When you're ready, take two. Episode 9. Welcome to the year 2001. September. New York, USA. Sheeran is 27 years old. This is Sharon. You know what to do. Message received. 9.33 a.m. Sharon? Sharon? It's Emma. I just heard. Please tell me you're safe. Of course you're not at home. This is silly. Oh, it's all so scary and horrible and... Sharon, if you hear this, email me. Yeah. Love you. Be safe. Bye. Message received. 9.49am. Shireen, it's Yasmin. Mum and Dad are frantic. Just saw the news. Let us know you're okay, right? (laughs) Everyone sends their love. Message received, 10.52 a.m. Holy fuck, Sharon. I just heard, it's Kat, Ina. Forgetting my own name. This, I can't process this. But you have to be okay. So, 
I am going to assume you are okay until I hear from you. I... My friend is in New York. Give me one minute to check in on her, okay? Sorry. Filming. Yeah. So, you are all right, and that is that. But, you know, let me know when you can, okay? Love you. Message received 12.18 p.m. Sharon, what the hell is going on over there? Uh, shout me an email or something when you can. It's clear. Yeah. Message received 1.39 p.m. Sharon, Jess here. Just woke up to the news, and of course the phones don't work. I'll email you, too. And I am willing you to be all right. You hear that? You and everyone you care about. But I know it can't be all right, no matter what. All those people. <laughs> okay, that's live awake again. I have to go. Get in touch when you can. I love you. Message received. 3.01 p.m. Ah, uh, Shirin, me again, Yasmin. But you know that. You've never felt this far away before when you can get in touch, yeah? Shit. I wonder if I can still come. Apparently all flights are grounded. Suppose the question is, for how long? Should I even try? Is, um... Never mind, not important now. I know your office isn't in the World Trade Center, at least, so... But who knows what meeting you had today, or what else is about to happen? Oh, oh just be okay, yeah? Just be okay. Nan says you are. Okay, that is. Not that she knows more than the rest of us, but comforting somehow. So prove her right, Shireen, won't you? Love from me. And everyone. What is the sound? Of course. Inbox is at capacity. Delete messages to receive new voicemail. Um. Inbox is at capacity. Delete messages to receive... <laughs> you have 
27 new messages. Inbox is at capacity. Delete. Tell anyone, but I am all right. Physically, all right. <laughs> Do you hear that, Mum? I am okay, or I will be. I suppose I listened to the twenty-seven messages. Message received, 9.33 a.m. Shirin? Shirin? It's Emma. I just heard... Please tell me you're safe. Here it is. Welcome to my place, yes. Oh, Shirin. This is nice. Tiny, but nice. Yeah, I was really lucky to get it. You want some tea? I have to keep you up until bedtime so you don't get too jet-lagged. Yes, please. And I'll stay up all right. Too much adrenaline after that flight. can imagine. How was it? Mm, more security than usual, but also everyone seemed so stressed. The airport staff all seemed scared. Don't think I've ever seen that before. In a way, I think they wanted to ground the flights forever, but... Can't do that, so... Maybe. Everyone at home tried to talk me out of going. Kept saying she's coming home in a few months. You can see her then. Maybe they were right. But I'm really glad you're here. Well, I had my ticket already, so... <sighs> oh, sis. I'm so sorry. I'm... I'm mostly alright. I was so lucky, you know. I know. Hey, I'll finish the tea. You sit. Alright. Bossy as ever. <laughs> Isn't that what big sisters are for? Probably. Thanks. So, how are you, really? I... I'm good. That's a lie. Not good. Very not good. Want to tell me about it? I, I don't know where to start. You told me some of it over the phone, but I was just so relieved you were alright after all that worry. I don't think I listened properly. I probably wasn't very coherent. Talking to you and to mum and nan and dad and everyone, finally. It was... Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for coming. 
Oh, uh, of course. I know. These past few weeks, is it now? Two weeks and two days. Feels like more. And less. Feels like I'm not quite in sync with time. That's fair. I've been so busy getting everything on track at work and volunteering and letting everyone know I'm alright and just I've been doing and not feeling. Have you talked to anyone about that day? Your colleagues, maybe? Not really. Except for on the day. And yeah. What's it like at your office now? In a way, it's friendlier. Like we've all been through this together and we're closer somehow. Feels like everyone in New York is caring more about each other after. Those of us that are left. Yes. I, I saw. Oh, dearest. I can't even... I know. You can tell me. Or we can drink tea and talk about the weather. Tea is good. <laughs> and weather. It was such a glorious day out. The bright blue skies over Manhattan. And I was happy. I love the city so much. And that morning, like every morning, I was feeling so grateful to be here. So glad my contract was extended and I got to stay an extra six months. I was looking up at the skyline, walking from the subway to the office, like I do every day. And I, I didn't know it was going to change. Buildings are such permanent-looking things, aren't they? They are. And these were so huge, and like they'd always been there, and would always be there. <laughs> I got into work around 8. There was, there was a meeting at 8.30, so I started answering some emails, and then I was working on a design that was due the next day. And that got delayed, of course, later. Anyhow... Meeting started and we were in the middle of going through the brief from a potential new client when we heard this... It sounded like an explosion, like a sound effect from a film, you know? I don't think I've ever heard an explosion in real life before. But we thought it was just a tire blowing from a truck or something. I'm not sure how we thought that looking back, but we didn't know. So we continued. A little later... Someone rushed in and yelled that the World Trade Center had been hit by an airplane. It seemed so unlikely even then. Everyone ran out of their conference room and over to the windows. Our office looks out over... It used to. So we had a pretty good view. I just stood there and there was smoke and fire and it didn't feel in any way real I remember thinking over and over there are people in there there are people in there dying oh. and it just didn't compute no one said anything I think we were all in shock and then someone said there are people jumping and I saw there were people falling from the building. 
was such a long fall. It was far away, but I could see them. I felt tears on my face, but I couldn't remember crying. Someone I barely knew was panicking, saying her husband was in there. People started making calls, but I couldn't move. And then there was a sound like a missile. Again, with the film effects. Then the other tower was hit. Huge fire, black smoke. And I think that's when it hit us all. This wasn't an accident. People were flying airplanes into buildings and we were standing in just such a building. Our fire marshal yelled to evacuate and we all got moving and I grabbed my handbag from my desk but I didn't think to change my shoes. I'll regret that later. You swarmed into the elevators against all protocols, obviously, but no one was thinking clearly. Of course, the street was chaos. The smell was awful. Mix of people just standing, mouths open, watching, and others moving north, away. Cars stuck in traffic, sirens. I lost my colleagues pretty much immediately. I didn't know what they'd do, so I followed the crowd north. I did think maybe I should try to get closer, see if I could do something to help, but I didn't. I should have, of course. I feel so guilty. That I didn't, but also, if I had, I could have died too. Oh, who knows? I followed the stream of people, and everyone's face was so much pain. I started talking to this woman, Michelle. Turns out she lives just around the corner from here. She's a bank teller, worked much closer to the towers than me. Her manager had said, they should all keep working, but she'd snuck out, said she didn't feel safe. We stuck together. She offered me her cell phone to call, but it turned out her plan didn't allow international calls, so I couldn't call you. And pretty much everyone I knew had been in my office. I knew you'd all be so worried, but I thought I'd better just try to get home as soon as possible. I didn't know all the phone lines would be down once I got here. You couldn't have known. No. After that, it's all a blur. I kept thinking, what if they fall over? How far away do we need to get to be out of danger? I was so tall. And we heard the towers collapse one after the other, but we were much farther away at that point. Saw the cloud of smoke and dust and debris. We ended up far enough northeast that the Williamsburg Bridge seemed our best option to get home. I didn't even think to take the subway. Pretty sure it was closed anyway. As we got up on the bridge, we got a view of the skyline and it was... It looked so empty. A big pillar of smoke rising up from where the World Trade Center used to be. I still find it hard to understand. And then we walked home, Michelle and I. It took hours, and I had the most enormous blisters. So we hugged and exchanged business cards outside her building. And then I came back here. 
That is, uh, I'm so sorry you had to go through all that, sis. Yes. All those people. I can't. I've been there. We had a client lunch at the restaurant a few months ago. We had clients with offices in the North Tower. Most of them made it out, but... And all my feelings are nothing compared to everyone who lost someone who is suffering so much. People who don't know where their loved ones are, but know they must be gone. They can't. Of course, but you have a right to your feelings, you know. Just because there's so many others in worse pain doesn't make your reactions invalid. I know. But there is so much to do. What little I can, anyway. You'll see tomorrow. The city is full of missing posters. People hoping against hope that their loved ones are safe. Somewhere, somehow, and... It's still burning. They call it Ground Zero. I heard. I'm glad you signed us up to volunteer. Least we can do. Yeah, but when all this has calmed down a little... You need to find some sort of counsellor or therapist or something, yeah? I just don't want to take up anyone else's spot. Someone who really needs it. Are you sleeping? Not great. Nightmares? Oh, yeah. Hard to relax? Yes. Flashbacks? Sometimes. Then you really need it too. I know what I'm talking about, remember? Promise me? All right. Bossy boots. <laughs> That's right. I'll let you get away with it. This time. It's been... So much. Feel better now you're here, though. More grounded. Good. And if you can't find someone here, I'll schedule you in with someone at my practice once you're back to London, all right? Yeah, about that. What? I'm not sure if I can, but... I want to stay here. Alright, but uh, what's happening at your company? I heard many are letting people go. My company is actually doing surprisingly well. We already had offices in New Jersey, so they could move everyone there. It's a bit crowded, but it's fine. And only a few of our clients were actually New York-based, so... Doing better than most, I suppose. Uh, that's really great. Do you think there's a chance they'd be able to take you on permanently? I don't know. Trying to get up the courage to ask, but now is not exactly a good time. No, but there won't really be a good time for a while. You're probably right. So, have you talked to that woman, Nichelle, was it, after that day? No, we emailed the day after, but nothing after that. I keep thinking I'm going to see her around the neighborhood, but so far I haven't. Seems like you made a connection. Yeah, we did. Another thing. On my way over to the baggage carousel at the airport, this man yelled, It's all your fault, as he passed me by. It happened so quickly, I didn't have time to react before he was gone. The people around me look sort of apologetic, but no one said anything. Has anything like that happened to you? A few times. 
People can't see the difference between Indian and Middle Eastern, I suppose. There is so much fear, so much hatred. And I can understand that. Not that it makes it okay. Not that it would be in any way okay if I was Middle Eastern either, of course. It's really unpleasant, but I'm not sure what to do about it. And most people in New York are really lovely, much friendlier than before. I just want you to be safe. I know. Not sure anywhere's safe right now. Uh, that's probably true. My tea's gone cold. Okay if I make more? Of course. Make some for me too? Absolutely. Thanks, Yaz. For everything. <laughs> Always. Hey, Sheeran! Nichelle! It's so, so good happy to see, to see you, you again. <laughs> Hug? Yes, please. How are you? I've been meaning to get in touch, but... Me too. But there's so much going on. I'm okay. Well, as much as can be expected. I know that feeling. I keep starting with great and then going downhill from there. Oh yeah, starting with that automatic doing good, to fine, to okay, to are you sure you want to know? <laughs> <laughs> so good to see you. You too. How are your feet? <laughs> Much better now, thanks. Good. Those ridiculous shoes of yours. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty though, I'll give you that. So, how have you really been? So-so. Like everyone else, I guess. Feeling guilty as hell for not being dead, you know? <laughs> yeah. I do know. Lost my job. Shit, was it- No, not over walking out that day. They're not quite that evil. They had to let a bunch of people go. Are you- will you be okay? Think so. My sister's moving in with me. And together we should be able to scrape by till I found a new job. Good. My sister is here too, actually. So she made it all the way from London. That is nice. It is. You going back in a few months, right? No, I just found out today that I can stay for another year. That is wonderful. Congratulations. Thanks. I feel bad being this lucky than so many others. Uh, you stop that right there. You be happy. We need more happiness right now, not less. Thank you. Hey, are you doing anything now? I was just on a grocery run, but I could do that later. Want to come up and meet my sister? Have some tea, maybe? I like that. Thank you. Great. It's this way. Mark my words, you won't leave next year, either. <laughs> you got New York in your bones now. It'll never leave you. You might be right. I do love this city. Thank you for listening to Y2K Take 2. This episode was written, produced, and directed by Karen Heimdahl. Our intro and outro music is created and recorded by Jake Hawes. Listen to his podcast, Making Music with Jake Hawes, to hear more. This episode featured Anjali Kunapanani as Sheeran, Danielle Ellett as the answering machine voice, Robin Howell as Emma, Sachi as Yasmin, Janice Vestern as Katerina, Maddie Searle as Claire, Karen Heimdahl as Jess, 
and Journey LaFond as Nichelle. The drama school director was Sarah Golding, and the narrator was Emma Laslett. For more information, please go to y2kpod.com or find us on social media at y2kpod. If you enjoy the show, please consider supporting us on patreon.com slash y2kpod. Please join us again next month when we meet Bree in 2008. All right, thank you, everyone. That's a wrap for today.